Salut les amis, welcome back to another episode of Mindset Win, where I'll be taking you deeper into the mind of the skateboarder TJ Rogers. TJ is a skateboarder from Canada who went from shooting videos on the cold streets of Calgary to skating for a living in sunny LA. With York, we spoke about obstacles and goal setting, and you heard some highlights from TJ, but today you are about to hear even more from our interview. His really moving story about his journey to the top, how he overcame difficulties, not least his recent cancer treatment. This is a guy who really loves what he does and has such a strong sense of knowing what is right for him. You can tell that from the way he talks about skateboarding. I think we can all learn a thing or two from his perspective. So here is TJ Rogers. Hello, my name is TJ Rogers. I'm a professional skateboarder from Canada and I've been doing my craft for just over 23 years. Honestly, skateboarding saved my life in so many aspects. My parents had their own issues to where they weren't really able to raise me the way that maybe other families have. There's this thing called the foster care in Canada, an organization through the government that if your parents are unable to take care of you, they put you in this system. But to be honest, when I got into foster care, that was the most challenging time for me. I was very limited and I felt like I was in jail and it was, it was devastating. But again, I, am, I embraced it and I always try to turn it into a positive. And I told myself, hey, this isn't going to be forever. Within about a year, year and a half of being through the system, my father was able to finally get me back. And, you know, that's when my career really started off. As I was taught as a young age, I had a lot of people in my corner that were a lot older than me that mentored me and helped me get through these challenges that I went through. And, you know, for them, they would always say, like, TJ, man, like, yeah, you want to be a pro skater. That's one thing. But, like, how are you going to get there? You need to have all these different sponsors to get to where you could be that person. As a young kid, I would just go to the skate park from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. trying to master my craft. I would always have like a piece of paper when I was a child of like what tricks I wanted to do, who I wanted to be sponsored by, and like what were my goals. I'm just very glad that I never gave up and I'd continue to stay on that path and just keep pushing forward. Everything started to evolve in 2006, and then I got sponsored by all these other companies like Red Bull in 2008, and that's when my career really started to pick up for me. Ten years ago in January 2013, I was still living in Canada, and I was trying to go out to the States as much as I can because uh, I wanted to turn professional. I remember this one time specifically, one of my sponsors, he was telling me, hey, you should try this one trick. I took a five-hour flight all the way to, to L.A. from Toronto, and he's like, okay, are you ready? And mind you, this is a, a, a really infamous skate spot in skateboarding called Hollywood 16. There's this big 16 stair right on the strip. If you land any trick on that and it's a never been done, you get a lot of kudos and props and respect from the community because not everyone can skate that. And so I went there on a Thursday after my flight at 3.30 p.m. in January. It gets dark at 5, mind you. And I started to warm up, and then I tried it. But I landed on one where I broke my board in the middle and my tail, and I hit my head, and I got three staples in my head. I've never made excuses for myself, but there is also clearly something that has happened to where I couldn't land it that day, and it wasn't the right time. But you write it down. What did I do wrong? Okay, how is this done? All right, I want to apply that on the next time that I go back to it. 
that was a Thursday. On that Sunday, following Sunday, I woke up really motivated and wanting to like land that because I didn't want to give up. And I was like, yo, no excuses. Like I got to do this. You know, I came out here to land this and to, to make my dreams come true. So I got my mojo flowing. I was feeling really good. And then within about 10 tries or so, I ended up landing it. And I made history for myself in a sense that even to this day, I have people coming out to me and be like, I can't believe you did that. It was life-changing uh, when once I moved to California. Slowly after me getting my visa in June 2013, I was like, okay, like this is all gonna happen. I'm gonna turn pro. I'm gonna do everything that I want. I just need to put my head down and just stay out in California as long as I can. Personal own personal opinion, personal perspective. You always want to have a five-year plan. I never want to be comfortable with my life because if I am, that's not how I'm truly able to capitalize and live my best life. Sometimes it's good to just visualize something on a piece of paper or in your phone to where you know exactly like, what do you want in the next six months for yourself? What do you want in the year? What can you do to get there? It's writing those little olive branches and knowing that Rome wasn't built in a day and you're going to get there. In 2019, I was in the Olympic trials. I was on the Canadian national team and I was doing really well. I was uh, the best that I've been on my board in years. 2021 came, I went to do tour. When I qualified third, we were supposed to go skate for the semis or finals. The organization sent out a professional email saying the contest was canceled due to a thunderstorm that is coming in. We all end up going to get food. We hang out. We're, it's 9, 9.30 at night. Like We're all really tired at this point, you know? The World Skate Organization calls or sends us another email and, and I get calls. Hey, you guys got to skate your heat at 10 p.m. And I'm like, yo, I'm not a puppet, bro. I'm not going to just like go and skate at 10 p.m. after I already had dinner. I'm, I'm already lethargic and tired and exhausted from just standing around waiting all day. You can't do that to somebody. I was like, damn, dude, like you guys clearly don't respect skateboarders and skateboarding for the culture of what it is. At one point, everyone in those contests were getting scored higher for skating specific different rails. And literally ever since the first Olympics happened, they changed their whole format because again, they're starting to realize that everyone's being repetitive and they're doing the same thing. I was compromising myself so much to do this Olympic thing and it, it just didn't seem like it was paying off. It was challenging, you know, because I've worked so many years and so much time and dedicated and, and sacrificed a lot to get there. I, I got really discouraged and it really upset me the way that they operated that I told myself that's not for me. So I kind of stepped back from the Olympics. That wasn't something that felt authentic to me. And it felt like I was trying to do it for, for the wrong reasons. Skateboarding saved my life. I went through cancer last year, and that was the only thing that really helped me surpass a lot of the negativity and the things that I was dwelling on. And it gave me a sense of hope and something to where I could like give back to other people and tell them, hey, ev everything in the world is crazy right now, but it could always be worse and never get distracted and, and know your end goal of where you want to be. New Year's came going into 2022. I just turned 30 years old. I just got a dog and we were playing and she kind of kept like hitting me in my testicle region. And then one time she hit me so good that I was like, damn, like that, that really hurt. And then my ex at the time, she was like, hey, you need to go get this looked at. So then I finally went and got it checked out and then I got an ultrasound. They called me two hours later being like, you need to go to a specialist immediately. And then, you know, I ended up going in February 3rd, 
they were like, you have a 2.3 millimeter nodule on your, your testicle and we're going to have to remove it. And we don't know if it's benign or cancer. Went in February 10th. I had surgery. Um, they took one out. I could feel the whole inside of my legs and my core depleted because I knew like, whoa, I can't believe I just lost something. I feel a little lighter, but uh, this is a little weird, you know? Within three weeks, I was 18 days, I was skating again. But then I got blood work. Within the five weeks, I got, I got the results again and I had to do chemotherapy. That time was probably one of the most challenging things I've had to overcome in my career. I started chemo March 28th in 2022 and then I finished June 3rd, 2022. Each round of chemo consisted of five days. I would have to go in for 7 a.m. and then I would do a four hour to five hour infusion where I had a port in my chest here. I would get set up on that till about noon, 12.30 every day and then I would go home. Every time I had a break, I skated through chemo. Um, those 16 days off, each round, every time at the end, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I could see the transformation in myself, losing my hair, losing my eyebrows, losing literally everything on my body. I have a commercial that I did for one of my sponsors. They were like, TJ, you don't have to do this at all. I'm like, no, but I want to. Like, I really want to feel like I'm challenging myself and I'm, I'm still mentally and physically stimulating my brain to where I'm still looking forward to the next thing rather than dwelling on something I can't control. I'm hearing so many other people's stories and I'm like, damn, like this doesn't just happen to me, you know? So why, why think that the world hates me and why, why think that, oh, why is this happening to me? No, no, no. It's like, embrace it, bro. Like, yeah, fuck it. I got one nut. I had cancer. What's up? You know, I'm here. I'm still doing what I love doing and that's all that matters, you know? So I'm really thankful that I, uh, I've had that mentality to know and just never give up on something that like you really love doing. Within six months of me finishing chemo, I had a pro shoe of mine come out a month in advance. They're like, hey, like we're dropping your shoe soon. Do you have any social clips? And I'm like, no, give me a second. I'm going to drive to SF for a weekend and uh, I got you guys. I filmed it in three days. I got a really good response from that. And they're like, damn, this guy is, he's not messing around, you know? He's very goal-driven and oriented to where he's, he's not taking no for an answer no matter what. I have goals and I have dreams, so I push myself to elevate to make sure that there's no excuses and I could do anything that I want. It's just also the perspective and knowing your limits and where you want to be in life. I don't know about you, but TJ's approach to life really inspired me and even moved me. He's pushed so hard against the odds to get to where he is today. And hearing him talk about that journey was such an honor. So we can all learn a lot from him. And York and I focused on this in the main episode, which you can listen to now. That's all for today, but we'll be back again next week with another fascinating interview. À la prochaine.